0: Good morning, First Baptist family. So glad to be with you today. And uh, I hope that even many more will begin to tune in. I've invited folks from around the region to join us today as we worship together. I know this is not exactly the way we had had it planned, but I will tell you that uh, pastors are here with me today and we've prayed. And uh, I just want to share with you a message of encouragement as well as uh, something that is going on in my own heart. Uh, late one night this past week, I was I was attempting to write a an acknowledgement letter to donors, uh, people who have generously given to the ministry of Agape Flights, and I was staring at an empty page at about twelve thirty one morning, and crying out to the Lord, Lord, I I need to hear something from you. I need to hear something from you. And I was, I was drawn in my Bible to the passage in John chapter 14 and most of us know that passage where it begins with, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. For in my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you and I, I, I just continued to look and the Lord took me to the 27th verse where it says this, peace I leave you, my peace I give to you, Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. And then as I began to search the scripture even more in Romans chapter 15 and verse 13, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Then I went on to Philippians. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. This coronavirus epidemic and pandemic is confusing. It is frightening. And uh, for, for hundreds of millions of people, uh, we've been praying for people all around the globe and And obviously many around the world are sick and many others uh, have died. The crisis raises serious medical and ethical and logistical questions, but it it also raises additional challenges, I believe, for the church, for people of faith. And therefore, I would like to give us some biblical perspective today and, and help us to answer in these times of crisis with hope and with peace. First of all, I would tell you that that we need to resist panic. This is not to say that that there is no reason to be concerned. Certainly we are. And we should not ignore the sound advice of medical professionals and public health experts. But in panic and in fear, we know that, that fear is not from God. Calm and hope are. In addition, it is possible to respond to a crisis seriously and deliberately while maintaining an inner sense of calm and hope. Panic, by confusing and frightening you, pulls you away from from the help that God wants to give to you. That, That panic is not coming from God. God's spirit stirs up courage and strength, peace, calm, tranquility. So trust in the Lord with all your heart And lean not unto your own understanding and in all your ways acknowledge him. And the Bible says that he will direct your paths. I keep hearing these words, church family. Do not be afraid. Can you hear the voice of Jesus in that? And then I would say, secondly, do not not demonize. In other words, the the other day I I was told by a friend uh, about an elderly Chinese man who, who was caught on a subway car in New York City. The car emptied out as people started shouting slurs at him and blaming his country for spreading this virus. Resist the temptation to demonize or scapegoat, which increases in time of stress and shortages COVID-19 is not a Chinese disease. It is not a foreign disease. It's not one's fault. Likewise, the people who become infected are not to blame. Remember that, that Jesus was asked about the blind man. Who sinned that this man was born blind? And Jesus' response was no one. Illness is not a punishment. So don't demonize and don't hate. Many things have been canceled because of the coronavirus. Love is not one of them. Do not be afraid. That's what Jesus is saying. And then he's saying, care for the sick and share the gospel. This pandemic may be a long haul. Some of our friends and family may get sick. Do what you can do To help others, especially the elderly, the disabled, the poor, and the isolated. Take the necessary precautions. Don't be reckless and don't risk spreading the disease. But also, don't forget the fundamental Christian duty that we have. When I was sick, you came to me and you visited me, is what Jesus said. And remember that Jesus lived during a time when people had no access to even the most rudimentary medical care. And so, While visiting the sick is just as dangerous, if not more, than it is today, part of who we are is that we need to take care of not only one another, but what an opportunity that we have, dear church, to share the gospel because people are looking for hope. Don't close your hearts during these days. Use every method you have to share the gospel and to let compassion and your passion be infectious. I know that's a, probably not the best word that I could use, but I want to know. I want you to know that my heart is saying that every time we need to share the gospel with people who are saying, "What is going on?" And while we may not have all the answers, the fourth thing that I would say to you is this: pray, pray, and then pray some more. I'm reminded of one of our members. Uh, one of our older members in this congregation who is constantly reminding me, Brother Leon, Alan, we need to pray. Pastor, we need to pray. And if there was ever a time that we need to pray, it is now. And so that's why I'm calling you to specific times each day at seven in the morning and at seven in the evening. I'm asking our congregation to pray together. Even though we're not together, we will be together when we join in those times. I'm asking you to send in the prayer concerns. Even right now, as you're watching this, you can comment on this Facebook Live. And and Pastor John is watching those comments and certainly we will pray, but let's pray together. And later in the week, I'm going to come to you again and we're just going to have a a very brief time of prayer. I'm gonna call us to prayer. And then the last thing that I wanna say to you today is this, trust that God is with you. You know, oftentimes, especially those who are sick, may feel a sense of isolation that, that compounds that fear. Many of us, even when we're not, we're not experiencing this, this virus, will know people who are sick. And so it is natural to ask, why, why is all this happening? I wish I could give you all of the answers. I don't have them all, but I want to say to you today, some of you may feel a sense of isolation and, and certainly, that compounds the fear uh, it, it's a question of why suffering exists, something that probably most of all have most of us have pondered in the end. It is going to be a great mystery. The question is this really: Can you believe in a God that you don't fully understand or comprehend? You see, I think we're facing two challenges. And one is greater than the other. We're facing the challenge of the virus. But I think today, probably the greatest enemy, the greatest thing that we face is fear. I want to say to you this morning that Jesus understands our suffering. He understands the situation we're in, in the most intimate ways. Remember that during the public ministry of Jesus, he spent a lot of time with those who were sick And before modern medicine, many, almost any infection could kill you. Lifespans were short. Jesus then understands all the fears and worries that you have. He understands you. He understands me. Not only because he is divine, but he understands all things because he is human and he experienced all things. Go to him in prayer right now. And if some if if somehow today you have tuned into this and and you're hearing this for the first time, m- my dear friend, what I would suggest to you is this: that today cast all of your care upon Jesus because He cares for you. Just yesterday, I was standing out of my driveway. I'd walk my dog, and and one of my neighbors walked by, and we began to talk. As as she kind of stayed, uh, you know, the six, eight, the ten feet away from me. And then as we began to share, she, she began to talk to me about why is this, all this happening? She was asking for answers. And I simply said to her, Jesus is saying, do not be afraid. I'm here with you. Several months ago, I shared with you a a reading by the late S.M. Lockridge. Dr. Lockridge was a wonderful African-American pastor and he had given a reading in Detroit, Michigan. This is an adaptation to that reading, but it simply says this, my friend, you can trust God today. He is good and he is good all the time, but as you focus on his goodness, don't miss his greatness. He is unparalleled and unprecedented. He is the centerpiece of civilization. He is the superlative of all excellence. He is the sum of human greatness. He is the source of divine grace. His name is the only one able to save, and his blood is the only power able to cleanse. His ear is open to the sinner's call. His hand is quick to lift uh, the fallen soul. He is the eternal lover of us all. And thus, under all situations, even this one, we can trust him. He supplies mercy for the struggling soul. He sustains the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes with the wounded and the broken. He strengthens the weak and the weary. He guards and he guides the wanderer. He heals the sick. He cleanses the leper. He delivers the captive and he defends the helpless and he binds up those that are brokenhearted, he is for you. And you, 1st and can trust him. Jesus is the key to all knowledge. He is the wellspring of wisdom. He is the doorway of deliverance and he is the pathway of peace. He is the roadway of righteousness. He's the highway of holiness. He's the gateway to glory. And yes, dear church, you can trust him. Jesus is enough. He is the all-sufficient king. He is the king of the Jews. He's the king of Israel. He's the king of righteousness, and he is the king of the ages. He is the king of heaven, and he is the king of glory. He is the king of kings, and he is the Lord of lords. And yes, again, you can trust him and rejoice in this, dear friends. He is a sovereign king. There is no gauge to measure his limitless love. There is no barrier to block his blessings outpour. He is enduringly strong and he is entirely supreme. He is eternally steadfast. He is immortally faithful. He is imperially powerful and he is impartially merciful. He is Jesus. He is God's son and you can trust him. I wish. Somehow I could more accurately describe him to you. I wish somehow we could be together in person today, but I want you to hear this from my heart. He is indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He is irresistible. You can't outlive him and you can't live without him. The Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found they couldn't stop him. Pilate could not fault him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death could not conquer him. And the grave couldn't hold him. My friends, he is the Alpha and Omega, the first and the last. He is the God of the future. And indeed, we have a future. And he is the God of the past. And I would say to you right now, we should rise to speak his name again and again. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He is Jesus and he is for us and we can trust him. Peace, I leave you. My, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Today, we wanted to bring you this brief message to encourage you and I pray that it has. As I drove to Bradenton today to be here in the office my office here at First Bradenton, along with Pastor John and Pastor Doug, I want you to know that we are praying for you. As I drove today, I had several deacons of our church call me and say, Pastor, before you preach today, I wanna pray with you. I was greatly, greatly encouraged by that. And church, we are with you in this. It won't be long before we'll be back together please be safe. Please follow direction. But oh, please don't miss the opportunity to share Jesus. He can be trusted. God bless you. And thank you for joining us today. We love you.